Okay, now let's get into our scripture breakdown. It will be Psalms 145.14, Romans 8.28, Lamentations 3.22 and 23. So the first scripture is Psalms 145.14, and it says, God gives a hand to those down on their luck, gives a fresh start to those ready to quit. Wow. God gives a hand to those down on their luck. A fresh hand to those who quit. But we're ready to give up, give in. Push away the things that God has for us before we see them. He reaches down. And he grasps us in such a way that we can't even comprehend his love. His mercy, His grace, it shows forth I can contest to that at this very moment. I feel like the world is caving in on me and I feel Him carrying me. Even through my circumstances and every situation that I'm facing, he's carrying me. And I've always talked to you all about God walking you through the sandy beaches of life. But are those beaches really sandy and pristine? No, they're not. Sometimes God is walking on glass for us. Sometimes God is walking through trash for us but he's carrying us and because he's carrying us we don't actually feel and experience what the enemy wants us to experience the cuts and the bruises the way he wants us to we may get a few we may feel the frustration of it We may feel the heat of the situation, but we never get burned. Thank you, Lord, for carrying us. I'm just saying that on everyone's behalf this morning. Because thank you, God, for carrying me. The scripture speaks so well to me this morning. So well. And I just thank him. I thank you for carrying you. <laughs> Let's move on to the next scripture. Romans 2. I'm sorry. 8 and 28. I'm using a different light this time. Eating 28.
Oh yes. God knew what he was doing from the very beginning with you and I, it says. Let me read it. God knew what he was doing from the very beginning. He decided from the outset to the shape to shape the lives of those who love him along the same lines as the life of his son. The son stands first in the line of humanity he restored. We see the original and intended shape of our lives there in him. After God made that decision of what his children should be like, he followed it up by calling people by name. After he called them by name, he set them on a solid basis with himself. And then, after getting them established, he stayed with them to the end, gloriously completing what he had begun. Let's go through that. God knew us. He shaped us in our lives for who he wanted us to be. But he designed us according to his son, who stands in first line, first in line when it comes to humanity. Because he restored us. In order for us to experience and understand our lives, we have to see our lives in the lens of God's eyes, not our own. It is so easy to get caught up on what we see in the natural realm that we ignore what we see happening or feel happening in the spiritual realm. Remember, everything happens in heaven first. As though it is in heaven, so it shall be on earth. That this shall be established unto me according to the plan of the Lord. Not my own plans, but the plans and the secrets and the treasures that he put within me. That part. And then the last scripture is Lamentations 22 and 23. I don't think I got it yet. Forgive me. I think this was the one I was looking for as I was commencing this. Jesus. Lamentations, okay. And then we're reading Lamentations 3 and 22 and 23. This is actually my first time in Lamentations, to be honest with you. So let's see what Lamentations says. 
Here we go. God's loyal love couldn't have run out. His merciful love couldn't have dried up. They're created new every morning. How great your faithfulness. I'm sticking with God. I say it over and over. It's all I've got left. Oh my, how many times have we felt like I have nothing left? I have nothing left. I have no one left. Or it feels like that. And you're like, but I have God. That's the last thing I have. I can hold on to that. I can hold on to the dignity of being God's child. I can hold on to the honor of being God's child. I have nothing left. When I have no job, when family walks out on me, when relationships have ended, when abuse abounds, when religious spirits rise, I have nothing but God. When my children are acting up, I have nothing but God. And I have to lean on that nothing but God attitude. Because in the end, I know his purpose and his plans for me are to prosper and to live a long life full of joy and peace. And righteousness and understanding but if I'm not walking with him I don't know that if I'm not talking to him I feel insecure in spirit and I've been there I can say that I felt like that this morning but I talked to him why do I feel so insecure I shouldn't but there are moments that we do feel insecure in the spirit. And we shouldn't. But we do. There's moments insecure in life. That feeling comes over us. Insecurity in life. Not necessarily because we're insecure. Because most of us are very proud of who we are. And, uh, but... We're not looking at things from his perspective. We're not looking at things diligently through his eyes. We're looking at our circumstances. That's why we become so bewildered by life. We're looking at the circumstances, not the solutions. So even if I have the perfect family, the perfect this job, opportunities, everything. In the end, I have God. He's the only thing I have that I can stand on. I can't stand on a future relationship with humans because humans will let you down. But if I look at that relationship through God's eyes, it's everything. It's everything. It's so easy to get caught up in what is happening around us and how someone is treating us and how someone is manipulating the situation or not. To 
see it through our own thoughts, experience. But God, he, he allows us to look at it from a different perspective, even though we're looking at it from the same, how do I say it? Even though it's the same situation, we're looking at it from a different perspective. And although it may be the same outcome, the experience is different because we're experiencing it through the Father's eyes. And sometimes it's a different outcome when we do so. So remember, these words prove true. God's loyal. God's love is loyal. And it never runs out. It will never give up on you. It will never turn you down. It will never, ever tear you down. So when you have God's love, you have everything. And then the other things are added to you. Praise God. That was the word for today. It's also suggested that you read the New American Standard Bible for this year and also the RSV. I don't know which one that is. But I am always reading from my message Bible. Now let's get to this word of the mind. Today is day 64. And we are walking through Sarah Young's Jesus Always devotional. And the Lord is saying that he upholds us when we fall. I uphold all those who fall and lift up all who are bowed down. Sometimes you and I are the only ones who know you have fallen. It's tempting at such times to gloss over what you have done or failed to do. You may not be overwhelmed by feelings of shame, but you feel restless and unsettled, mildly guilty. Even at times like this, I continue to love you perfectly. Sometimes I display my love for you in unexpected ways, humbling and delighting you simultaneously. This deepens your awareness of your sin, intensifying your desire to confess and draw near to me as you settle into your rightful position. My redeemed one, your restless yields to calmness. This is how I lift you up when you've stumbled. Remember that I can make all things, including your failures, work together for good because you love me and are called according to my purpose. Realizing how much I cherish you, even when you're not living well, deepens your relationship with me. It also helps you relax and rejoice in my steadfast love. 
God said, I'm not looking for you to be a perfect person, but I'm looking for you to spend time with me so I can show you how to be perfected within me. I see everything that you do. And if you humble yourself, I'll correct that thing in my time, in my way. Jesus. Yes. 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 Okay, so as we're breaking out our word, we're now going to uh, define the words that we are reading. And we're going to start with um, the words uphold, loyal, overwhelmed, remember, and deepen. Um, we're going to use the dictionary and uh, as you all know I verse map and that's taking one verse and breaking it down but with this we're actually just defining what we're reading and I'll actually do a verse mapping um, video soon and share it with you all on social media so that those who don't know, um, you can go to YouTube and find other versions of it. But I want to do something special for you guys. Um, so let's start with uh, the word breakdown. The first word we're going to look up is uphold. Uphold. What does it mean to uphold something? do it really deeper I don't like the dictionary version so to uphold something means to confirm or support something that has been questioned <laughs> wow so God said I uphold all those who fall God said I confirm and support those who are being questioned wow ooh let's keep going this is good this is good The next word is loyal, and that's actually in the word that we read. I'm not doing these in order. <laughs> to be loyal is giving or showing firm and constant support or allegiance to a person or institution. So God says, in his word, he says that he, God's giving and showing firm and constant support, wow, or allegiance to us through love, 
Even though that word love, let's go back to it. Sometimes we have to go back to these words because it'd be a moment since we went there. So God says he's showing support and confirming this through an intense feeling of deep affection. And his love never runs out because of that. Wow. Now let's look over overwhelmed because that's in the word that we were reading today. Overwhelmed. Find it. Okay, right there. Let me know how to break it down for you. I miss doing these. I love doing these. Okay. To bury or drown beneath a huge mass, defeat or completely, defeat completely, give too much of a thing to someone, an inmate, they're overwhelmed. So it either is defeat or to give too much of a thing. So it says here in the word, you may not be defeated completely or given too much to something by feelings of shame. Wow. God said he's not allowing you to be completely defeated by something. Especially to shame. Oh my. Let me go back to love because I want to read this on behalf of love, even though I read it earlier. Um, it says, in the word, it says, sometimes I display my love for you in unexpected ways, humbling and delighting you simultaneously. Listen to it in this manner. Sometimes I display an intense feeling of deep appreciation for you in unexpected ways. I'm going to add unexpected to our word today. And let's go ahead and move forward to remember. No, let's let's look, let's look up on the unexpected. Let's stay there. To be unexpected of anything is not to expect it or regard it as likely to happen. So he said, there are ways that you're not looking for things to happen, that they're going to happen because of my intense affection for you. Oh my goodness. 
Now let's move on to remember. Remember. He's asking us to remember. Remember. To remember something is to have in or be able to bring to one's mind an awareness of someone or something that one has seen, known, or experienced in the past. So he said, remember that I can make all things, including your failures, work together for good because you love me and are called according to my purpose. So remember in or be able to bring to your memory to your mind an awareness that I said that I will be there with you regardless and we will be working out this thing together for your good yet my glory Wow. Dang, God is talking. Remember. Keeping. Keeping. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. says realizing how much I cherish you even when you're not living well deepens your relationship with me so it says realizing and deepens um, definition is either to make deep or deeper or to be profound more profound so it says realizing how much I cherish you even when you're not living well profound your relationship with me. So let's see. Realizing how much I cherish you even when you're not living well deepens your relationship. Makes profound your relationship with me. No matter how you're living, if you realize how much I cherish you, even while you're not living within me, it still deepens your... Okay, let me... Realizing how much I cherish you even when you're not living well. Even when you're not living well within me. It makes profound my relationship with you. Wow. Y'all know I'm about to add something. Realizing. What does it mean to realize something? Become aware of. So, become aware of how much I cherish you, even when you're not living well, 
more profoundly. Even when you're not living well, profoundly, your relation profounds your relationship with me. So God said, regardless of what you're doing, when you cherish me, like I said earlier, when you when you cherish me, even when you're not living right, there's something profound about the relationship I have with you. Because I bring that awareness to you. From the beginning. I let you know. I make you realize. And become aware of something. As a fact. And understanding clearly. That something. That's that profound moment with me. God. Oh my. Now let's go to Loyal. Loyal is our last word. Let me think how I want to say that. Oh yes, I did. I did. I did it all, didn't I? So, God is saying for us to allow Him to hold us. allow him to show us his firm and constant support and allegiance and for us not to be feeling defeated completely but for us to bring it to mind that thing about his love that is profound <laughs> and sometimes unheard of and unseen. That is the word profound for today. Today's word has been inspiring and uplifting. And it is calling on someone to come to Jesus. Come, sit at his feet, be in his presence, and allow him to uphold you, if that is you. Say these words with me. Heavenly Father, sometimes it's so hard. Life is taking a toll on me. Life is pulling me here and there. Life is slapping me around, and I can't take it no more without you. Please, admit me into your family. I know you are the risen King, my Lord and Savior as of this day. I am yet but filthy rags before you, a sinner who is asking to be washed clean. God, restore me, renew me, make me new. Christ, the risen one, the one yet to come again, 
receive me unto you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Go in peace. Peace, it wasn't peace.